Hey guys, this is Leticia. And I'm Raina. And, and welcome, welcome to Real, Real Talk. Talk. So we're two young adults who are just trying to figure this thing called life out. So join us on this journey as we figure it out together. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> Me are too. Are you excited? Raina, this is episode two. Yeah, I can't believe we're on episode two. Like, one, what? two. <laughs> this is crazy. Hey, guys. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Real Talk. We <laughs> hope you enjoyed our first episode and got to see a little bit about who we are. Yep. Um, I know y'all have heard about this coronavirus. <laughs> Everyone is so afraid right now. I know. It's crazy. Anywhere you go, you for example, if you go to Costco, there's no toilet paper and water. At Costco. Yes. Like, people are really scared that the, this thing is going to get them. Yeah. No, exactly. And I just, I just want to encourage everyone out there, if you are a believer, first of all, know that your hope is in Christ. Mm-hmm. If you are meant to stay here, you will stay here. Yeah. You know? If it is your time, then it's your time, and the Lord knows. Yep. I know that's not an easy thing to hear, but um, so many people are afraid. And if you're not a believer, I hope you know that there is hope in a man named Jesus, mm-hmm. that you don't have to be afraid right now um, that your life is going to end, but that you can find hope in a man named Jesus that died for you. So I just want to encourage you guys with that because everyone's so afraid right now. Yeah, don't get looped into this fear. I'm telling you, it's contagious. It's as contagious as this virus. Literally. So there is a man named Jesus and he loves you and he wants you to just know him and to to know what he did for you. So I just hope you guys know that and um, just don't be afraid. Yeah. You know, submit your life to Christ, you know, believe in him and, and confess that he's your lord because he loves you and he just wants to know you mm-hmm. um and, and then you no longer have to fear yeah exactly because your eternity is secure mm-hmm. right there still bring around the hand sanitizer you know just to be safe yes but <laughs> still be you know still be cautious yeah. you know, don't be dumb <laughs> but <laughs> there is a hope in a man named jesus so i just want to share that with you guys um, so what are we talking about today, Raina? So, you know, we went through a couple topics, but we're going to talk about self-care today and mm-hmm. self-love and our hair journey. Um, I think it should be interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I always like, like when Raina first said self-love, I always think that's such an interesting thing because I always think like, where does that start? You know? Yeah. And what does self-love mean? I mean, I think it means different things to different people. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's really just accepting where, first of all, accepting where you are, what you look like, and taking yourself as a whole person. And mm-hmm. so, especially now, because there's so much on social media and stuff about how can you improve yourself? How can you look this way, lose weight? How can you be better? How can you think better? Yeah. Um, And I think that self-love is really just accepting every bit of yourself where you currently are. Hmm. Yeah, that's That's self-love for me, but... That's good. Yeah, I just just wanted to hear your take on (laughs) what's up. (laughs) I guess for me, self-love or or loving yourself um, is just that. You know, the ability to say, okay, I'm here and I love this place. Now, that doesn't mean I need to stay here forever. Exactly. You know, um... 
And, and I don't want to mix those two things up because some yeah. people can say, well, I just have to love myself here. <laughs> Honey, if you, got, if you got diabetes and high blood pressure, you might you can love yourself, but you still need to take care of yourself. <laughs> you know, so there is that difference between loving yourself while you're in that place, but still growing. Exactly. You know? Um, exactly. And but, if you love yourself, you'll want to grow. Like, and that's something that was hard for me to realize. Like, when you really do have self-love, you want yourself to be the best you that you can be. Yeah. And so if that means making adjustments for you to be happy and for you to feel all of that, then that's what you need to do. But it's also the process of like loving yourself through that. Not yeah. saying like, I'm gonna love myself when I get here, but loving yourself where you are and as you continue to progress to get there. Yeah. And I think that loving yourself too starts with, I don't think that in in actuality, I don't think that we can fully love ourselves without knowing who we are. Mm-hmm. You know, Ooh, yes, bring it home. And so I think we should start with that. Like, yeah. who are we, right? And not just like who are we as like people, like like Urena, I'm Leticia. Yeah. Like we're, you know, we could say personality traits yeah. all day, right? But like, who were we created to be? Exactly. And I think we should we should start with that. Mm-hmm. So bring it home. Yes. Um, <laughs> I just want to turn. <laughs> Cause I'm, we gonna tell y'all who you are. If you don't know, you gonna gonna know. Yeah, (laughs) you gonna know today. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) But um, you know, this is a scripture I always, always, always repeat to myself because when I was first getting saved, I really did not know who I was, and I'm not saying I know who I am fully now because I think we're always growing and we're always gonna be figuring that out. But um, in First Peter. Uh, let's see, it's either two or three. I'm trying to find it now. <clears throat> but um, the scripture talks about how we are royal priesthoods, how we are holy nation, how we are a chosen um, generation. Mm-hmm. And like this, this scripture is just so crazy to me mm-hmm. because, let me see, First Peter 2, 9. It says... <clears throat> how did i pass it i literally <laughs> just went to here and i did not see it okay first peter 2 9 it says but you are a chosen generation a royal priesthood a holy nation his own special people that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light and so i think like there's so many scriptures that talk about who we are right yeah there's other scriptures that say we're made in the image of god mm-hmm. right and god is all he's holy exactly he's he's mighty he's um gentle he's kind he's all of these things and we're made in that image Mm -hmm. you know so what does that say about us you know not because we're us but because of who he made us like yeah you know um and that there's other scriptures and i'll 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 link all of these below like because i really Mm -hmm. want people to be able to see them and and like you know repeat these things to yourself daily so you can begin to believe them and yeah. begin to see oh this is who god says i am and if, if he created me he says i'm this mm-hmm. then i must be that because he yeah. created me exactly you know? and nobody can tell you different yeah that's the thing and the enemy will try you know because he's a liar yeah you know so um but who you are and and first peter 2 9 is a great place to start but yeah. there's so many scriptures that talk about someone and it's like but the God's word says that I'm whole. Yeah. So that means I didn't give any of the womb. Do you know how much time knitting takes? <laughs> 
knitting is a long process mm. and it's so interesting. <laughs> I want your eyes exactly this width apart. Yeah. Like he literally took, like he literally sat there and said, okay, she's perfect. Yeah. Which is crazy because if you are perfect and who God says you are and you begin yeah. to believe that, mm. what are the next steps in loving yourself? Comes in the either, whether that's your own voice that comes in to tell you that you're not enough or mm. whether or not you're hearing it from other people. Like, like Leticia said, that's just the voice of the enemy and yeah. quiet, trying to quiet those voices, either using scripture and knowing who you are or really recognizing that you are whole and that you are enough. And I, it's easier said than done. Like, don't get us wrong. Yeah. It's easier said than done because it, it takes time for you to to quiet them and to really say, that's not me. That's not me, you know? Yeah, that's what I would say. And really like meditate on the scriptures and really take time to know yourself, too. And a lot of the times, especially now, like so many people are so busy that you don't get the time to really get to know yourself. So in the way that you sit down or get to know other people, like Mm -hmm. you want to get to know yourself, too, like who... Who am I? What are the things that really make me me? What are the things that make me like this special individual person? You yeah, know? it's true. And, you know, um, even just practically like sitting, this might sound really weird, but no. like sitting in front of like a mirror <laughs> yeah. and like figuring out what you like about yourself. Yeah, that's the best way to do it. Tell yourself what you like about yeah. yourself. Yeah, you know, yeah. after after you know who God says you are, like begin to practically see, okay, well, what things do I like about myself? Yeah. You know, because we also sometimes can grow up, um, you know, hearing things about mm-hmm. ourselves that aren't true. Exactly. Whether it be by friends, whether it be by parents, yeah. whether it be by um, just whoever, you know, as children, we're very impressionable. So yeah. if we be, if we heard incorrect things growing up Mm -hmm. they can really be planted in our head so really having to sit down and say okay I'm not you know I'm not that thing that I feel like I am or I'm not I don't you know even though I might look like this externally Mm -hmm. I'm not um those thoughts in my head yeah you know exactly so really sitting down and saying okay this is who Leticia is this is who Raina is and you know start with one thing that you like about yourself yeah you know, you don't have to go extreme and be like, I love everything. <laughs> Start with the one thing you like about yourself and, and you know, continue with that. And remember that you like those things because God made them exactly yeah. how, they, how they're supposed to be. Exactly. And also just be content, like, with who you are and where you are now. And especially if you've given your life to Christ, you are reborn when you do so. Mm-hmm. So really not look, being like, oh, well, I was this. I was that. I did this. I looked this way. Yeah. Really focusing on who you are now because you're reborn. And like Leticia said, you're made in God's image. So yeah. take that and understand that. Yeah, that's you know? good. That's really good. And like in addition to that, like I know me and you, mm-hmm. you know, we have curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know for myself, I didn't. I hated my hair growing up. Yeah, me too, I, girl. Because <laughs> when we were growing up, it was straight hair was in. It was not Shea Moisture time, okay? <laughs> no, it, it was, was not, not Shea Moisture, Miss Mitchell. Jessie, yeah. <laughs> Pantene. <laughs> it was Paul Mitchell time. <laughs> and that is not for us. <laughs> Good products, just not for us. <laughs> um, but, you know, we were told that straight hair was in. Yeah. And I remember in middle school, but specifically in high school, I probably straightened my hair at least, like, daily. Yeah. 
like my hair was so ruined, y'all. <laughs> because I was so like I was so ashamed of my hair. Yeah. I was so ashamed of the fact that I had big curly hair that yeah. was, you know, I wanted it to just be small and contained exactly. and pin straight yeah. and but that wasn't who we were, no. you know, but that's what, you know, the world made you feel like you had to have yeah. to be pretty, no, to feel exactly. worthy. Um, and how did you feel? I mean, I felt exactly the same. Like, that's where all of those other voices came in. I remember this one time I was in eighth grade and my mom, she went to California. And so we only had one flat iron in the house. And she took the flat iron with her to California. Mm. And I had to wash my hair because it was looking rough. (laughs) (laughs) And I literally cried because Mm. I didn't have a flat iron. Once I realized I couldn't straighten my hair, I cried tears. And, you know, my dad's a dad. So he was like, oh, my God, what do I do? What do I do here? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Um, And I just, because I was so scared to go to school, that's how nervous I was about my curly hair. And then when I ended up going to school, I put um, bobby pins Mm -hmm. in it just so it would stay down and Mm. lay flat because I just didn't like how it was and the thing is is that it came from everywhere I mean my family you straightened their hair Mm -hmm. everyone in my family if you didn't straighten your hair your hair wasn't done so you know fix it yeah and then you get it from like your classmates and just you know what you see in media and stuff like that so there really wasn't any positive depiction of people with curly hair not at all yeah I remember um people would always comment and say, oh, I like your hair when it's straight. Yeah. And people still do that now sometimes. And I'm like, listen here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, I'm, I'm glad you do, but it's not going to be here for long. <laughs> because now I know that, yeah, I can switch it up sometimes, but like my curly hair is yeah. who Leticia is. It's, you know, yeah, it's how part, you were born. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I wasn't born with straight hair. Mm-hmm. I was made with curly hair for a reason. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Um, but I remember also being in eighth grade and I had a teacher that was just so nasty. Oh my gosh. I ain't even gonna say her name. But if you went to Lake Ridge and you was in eighth grade, you remember her. Uh, English teacher. <laughs> so that's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> but um, we were showing baby pictures and I used to wear my hair like in a poof, you yeah. know? And... <clears throat> I remember she showed my baby picture because she was showing, like, all the people in the class's baby picture. And she said, oh, look, Leticia, your hair is still the same as it was when you were little. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, honey, who? <laughs> oh, what? The disrespect. The devil. <laughs> I saw the devil in her. <laughs> but, you know, I was just so hurt. I was like, this lady is just disrespectful. But people would just, like disrespect you with curly hair like they did not care yeah all the time yeah and it was just like wow like curly hair is really not in yeah and now thankfully it is but Mm -hmm. even if it it turns around and it's straight hair again i think people now thankfully Mm -hmm. we're comfortable in our curly hair we've learned how to do it you know um and so We've learned to love it more, yeah, you know, exactly. and, and now people with straight hair wish they had curly hair. Yeah, exactly. Because you know? now that's what's in. But that's to what Leticia said. Even when it's not in, you still have to love it. So yeah. it's like learning how to love things about yourself, even when they're not what's trending, yeah. you know? And that's what, like, the hard thing about it is, and it's crazy because I went through something, like, similar where I was trying to figure out how to love myself and love my curly hair. And so I got to a point where I loved my curly hair, but it, and it was in, but I ended up loving it too much because mm. of the fact that when I saw myself, like, because of 
it was in and people were starting to compliment me on my curly hair i like relied on it and for that self-confidence yeah and so um when i ended up cutting it all off it was the craziest thing i ever 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 did and i'm telling trying to convince leticia to cut her hair too so i'm gonna keep y'all updated on that <laughs> we'll see but it was the craziest thing because so many people tell you what they expect from you so whether it was straight hair when we were little and then switched over to curly hair and but then when it's curly hair it needs to be i don't know if y'all know curl patterns but it needs to be like 3a to Mm -hmm. 3c that's the right curly hair or it has to be long and so it's really about just loving yourself even when the world it doesn't fit what what the world wants from you you know and so that's true and like you know even now like I definitely can tell a difference in my confidence sometimes. Yeah. Like when my hair is out and big exactly. and I like it. And when my hair is really slicked and like I have a hood on. Yeah. You know? And so that's something I'm even still working on to this day. Mm-hmm. Like remembering that my identity is not in what I look like. Exactly. It's not in what I look like that day. Yeah. You know, it's it's in who God created me to be. And that's something I still work on and still working on to this day. Yeah. Because there's definitely a different, you feel different, you yeah. know, when, when your hair is out and you yeah. got a cute outfit on exactly. and whatever compared to when you got sweats on and you, yeah. you have a hood on because you don't want to do your yeah. hair. You know, like <laughs> there's definitely a difference. So, so you know, I mean, we're still working on that, but yeah. just it's a day by day thing. And mm-hmm. and little by little, letting go of that voice saying, well, you know, that voice that's trying to say, well, today you look ugly. Yeah, that's not true. Exactly. You know, um, you might not look camera ready, mm-hmm. whatever that means, mm-hmm. but you're still perfect. You're still beautiful. You're yeah. still whole. You're still the same person, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so just not focusing so much on, on our physical and like seeing who we actually are, Yeah, you know? Yeah, exactly. But it's crazy, though, because especially since we live right now, I mean, so many people are focused on this external. And, like, Instagram... Oh, don't get me started Mm -hmm. on Instagram. Instagram is wild. Listen. It's wild. And, like, it just puts so much emphasis on the exterior. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I... I think it's so unhealthy. It really is because we scroll and, mm-hmm. and we we see perfect skin and we see perfect hair and yeah. we see per- things that look perfect, mm-hmm. you know? And life is not like that. No, it is not. not. You know, and I was watching uh, a video the other day and it was like, you know, um, it was like an interview and it was like, in this world, we're told that you always need to be happy. Yeah. You always need to look the best. You always mm-hmm. need to do... That's a lie, though. Yeah. It's not true because it's not life. That yeah. is not life. It's exactly. not possible yeah. to always be happy, to always be, you know, do these things, even with Jesus. Yeah. You know, because life can be hard sometimes. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, like, right now I'm on a fast, like, a day or two fast from social media. Yeah. Because, like, sometimes I just have to delete it. Yeah, exactly. Because you just go and you're just like... I get obsessive sometimes. I'm like, mm-hmm. dang, like, I need I need to fix my skin. Like, my skin needs to be perfect. Yeah. And I'm like, hold up. Why am I thinking that? Yeah, and it's because it's seeping in. Yeah. And especially if you're on it all of the time, you might not recognize it where, you know, you're thinking these things, but immediately it's going to catch up to you because if you're on it all the time, you're like, oh, actually, like, let me do this better. Let me be here. Let me do yes. this. And then on top of that, social media, it's crazy because it doesn't even tell you what you're supposed to look like but it also tells you where you're supposed to be like hmm why am i not in the bahamas right now why am i working this nine to five job actually i should do this i should do that and no just slow down relax like 
It's crazy. Yeah. And it's okay to have bad days and post yeah. those too. Like, I've been doing that more recently because, like, I feel like a lot of times, like, we just post good stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, like, the other day, like, I had a crappy day. It was just, ter- it's been a crappy few weeks. <laughs> and I just broke down one day and I was like, I'm going to post this, yeah. you know, because, like, and there's a song that I always listen to, like, when I'm kind of having a crappy day, but it, it says, like, God, like, but you still love me. Like, mm-hmm. you're still, and, and in the song, it's like God is speaking to this girl, and it's yeah. like, it's like a conversation between them, and he, and the girl's like, but God, like, you know, you, you still love me, and he's mm-hmm. like, but I still love you, and I still love you, and yeah. I still love you, and yeah. you're still worthy, and I yeah. still love you, and she's like, but why? Like, but why? Mm-hmm. You know? And, like, I listen to that song sometimes on my, on, on hard days, because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, just remembering that, like, if everything else was scratched away, if everything else was just thrown away, like God would still be pleased with us. Mm-hmm. He would still be, we, it would still just be me, us and him, Yeah, you know, and, and, and it would still be enough, mm-hmm. you know, and just remembering that. But I think it's important that we realize that like on social media, like people just post good things mm-hmm. you all know? the time. That's all it's there for, which is not true yeah you no one posts the bad stuff yeah you know because i mean people would still look at it but then your life wouldn't look perfect exactly you know so make sure guys you aren't um living your life based upon others lives because there's yeah other people are struggling too they're just not posting it yeah you know they're just not posting it so really you know just Back to the whole topic of like loving yourself and and loving your your hair and loving just everything about yourself, you know, like um, really begin to take those steps. Yeah. Because if you don't, everyone will always be able to tell you who you are. Yeah. Because you won't know, Mm -hmm. you know, so um, and and I know one thing that I do sometimes if someone will say um, something to me that I know that I'm not, Mm -hmm. I'll immediately after I finish talking to them, go and remind myself who I am Yeah, immediately. Mm -hmm. Because if someone comes at me and I mean, people try to come at me daily, so (laughs) (laughs) that's another topic, (laughs) but, um, you know, if someone comes at me, I immediately after go in the bathroom or go wherever I need to go to and remind myself who I am. Mm -hmm. Now that doesn't mean that we can't improve and we can't, yeah. you know, cause there is that as well. Exactly. But we also, if someone's trying to, um, you know, come at our character, come at who God is, has, has called us to be. We do have to remember, um, to go and, and remind ourselves who we actually are. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's not easy. It's, it's hard, but you can do it though. You know. Yeah. It's not easy at all. Mm-hmm. It is not. And what are some, like, what are some ways that, um, you begin to love your hair practically? Um, taking the time to take care of it, honestly. Because, mm. like, right now, for example, I just went out to Target and I bought a new hair mask because I haven't been taking care of it. Mm. And sometimes when I'm not taking care of it, I just don't feel my best. Like, it has to do back with self-love. Like, if I really love myself, I'm going to do the types of things that make sure that, you know, that I'm showing myself love, that I'm showing my hair love, I'm giving it the nutrition that it needs. Yeah. Um... And so I think that that's important. It's just like slowing down my life because my life moves really, really fast. And sometimes if I don't give myself the time to slow down my life and really take care of myself, I feel that internally and it's very evident externally. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And so, um, practically, I do, like, a lot of hair masks Mm. to make sure that it's healthy. I find products that work for my hair, and I'm patient with myself. Because not everything that works for, you know, someone is going to work for me. And Mm. I have to understand that. Because I used to be someone who would search on YouTube all the time for different products. And I would try them, but I would get so frustrated if it didn't work for me. Because, you know, it's like, oh, well, it worked for this girl, or it worked for this girl, so why is it not working for me? But really trying out different things and finding what works for my hair and how I like it. And then just accepting the bad days too. Yeah. Like sometimes my hair's not gonna look great. Yeah. And accepting it. And accepting days. it. Like yeah. if it's a little frizzy because it's humid outside. Yeah. I just gotta accept it, do what you can, but still loving yourself through yeah. it, you know? And I think that that kinda helped me. What about you? That's true. Um I said I would say the same. Like I didn't really, you know, I grew up with like a Hispanic mom mm-hmm. and her hair was like white people. So yeah. <laughs> she tried to do white people stuff to my hair and it did not work. And I keep she still tries to tell me stuff and I'm like, "Ma, this is this different hair." <laughs> but um, you know, definitely the same. Like I do a hair mask every week. Yeah. I make sure I've had to try a lot of different. I've tried so many products. Yeah. I've wasted so much money. I know. <laughs> which is kind of sucks, but um, I've really found that like the simplest things and sticking to a routine mm-hmm. is the best. Like right yeah. now, I love Miel's blue, um, like their Hawaiian set. Yeah, like I love. I heard them. that they worked really, really I, good. I love yeah. them, and like I. So what I do, and I do this once a week. So like on Mondays, I'll like wash my hair, I'll condition, and I'll do a deep conditioner, and I'll mm-hmm. add, I'll add. So I do like the. Um, the black castor yeah. shea moisture. Yeah. Um, the Jamaican deep, black castor yes, oil. Mm-hmm. I do that hair mask, but I add like olive oil, mayonnaise, and honey to it. Ooh. And I do that because like I really like how my hair feels after. Mm-hmm. And then I'll... Um, I'll section my hair off and I'll like spray it with just water and then I'll do the hair butter of the Miel collection and then their styling gel. Mm -hmm. And then I'll add, I'll do um, the wild growth oil Mm -hmm. on my scalp in each section. And like that has really helped my hair to like grow and to have some like volume. Yeah. And I just try to let it air dry. Yeah. I used to diffuse. And for a little bit, I liked it. Yeah. But I think I just like my hair air dry now. Yeah, I do too. Because then I feel like my scalp was getting really dry because, yeah. like, of the heat, you yeah. know? So, um, yeah, and then I just wrap it at night. Yeah. And I just wear, uh, take it off in the morning, and I have to restyle sometimes yeah. and, like, re-add some stuff. But y'all just have to really find something and stick with it. Yeah. That's my biggest thing. Exactly. <laughs> if you find it and it works, like... Yeah. Just take it and run. Like, just take it and run. Because Literally. it's so hard to find things that work. Yeah. So when you do, like, stick to it. Because right now I'm doing um, the Curl Enhancing Smoothie from mm. Shea Moisture as, okay. like, my deep conditioner. Mm-hmm. And then I do Miss Jessie's Pillow Soft Curls. Mm. And it's, like, a gel. Because since my hair is a little bit shorter, mm-hmm. I like like using gels now because mm-hmm. it makes my curls more defined. Yeah. But, yeah. Just stick with I it. like I like um Miss Jessie's. They're just kind of pricey sometimes. I know. They're like twenty dollars, like I a know. bottle. And I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. "That's why I never started with like Diva Curl because I was like, I cannot keep up with this yeah. lifestyle." But Miel, they're like average. They're like in between. They're like eleven, twelve dollars. Okay, but they're like, and it smells so good. The Hawaiian one, really. It's, and like, just feel my curls, mm-hmm. like, ooh, you know, 
know it's like i'm telling you it's 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 look at the volume y'all I can't know. see it but like <laughs> it's very voluminous right now <laughs> so just sticking with something because that was always my issue like i would just try something for like a week and then i'd be like mm-hmm. i don't like it mm-hmm. but i also didn't play with it and didn't figure out what i needed mm-hmm. you know so once you find something stick with it so when was the time where you said all right i'm gonna wear my hair curly i'm gonna try this and then how do you feel like afterwards because most of the time i know a lot of people who are doing like oh should i do big chop oh but it's hard for me to transition yeah. so how, what was your transition like well my senior year i still wore my hair straight until i graduated mm-hmm. i was always wearing my hair straight mm-hmm. and after i graduated i really realized like my hair was so ruined mm-hmm. like my roots were really curly and then my the ends of my hair were like straight mm-hmm. it was disgusting wow. and so i just started to i would still wear my hair straight mm-hmm. but i started to wear it curly more because i was like i can't keep up with this straight hair yeah. forever yeah. you know um, but I think it was really when I got to VCU mm-hmm. that I was like, I embraced curly. Yeah. And I was just like, I, and, and in between that time, I was kind of lessening how much I straightened my hair. Mm-hmm. But um, when I got to VCU, I really just started to embrace my curly hair. Mm-hmm. And my roommate actually helped me with some styles and stuff. And mm-hmm. she was good at braiding. So she would do like a braid in the front of my head. Yeah. Um, and then I learned how to do it myself. Yeah. And I would just do it curly and... You know, my hair was kind of growing and making sure I was cutting it too, yeah. like trimming it. Because yeah. that's a thing that I didn't know was important. Mm-hmm. But like trimming it at least, you know, monthly, like mm-hmm. just a little bit, like mm-hmm. not too much, like literally like a centimeter, mm-hmm. you know, like really small. But um, yeah, I would say when I went to VCU, I really started to embrace it and, and practice. Yeah. That was the biggest thing. I, I had never really practiced different styles. And yeah. saw okay, this doesn't look that good on you. This looks good. This, mm-hmm. you know, this works for your face shape because mm-hmm. that matters too. My face is very like square. Mm-hmm. So I have to find things that work mm-hmm. for my face yeah. type too, yeah, exactly. you know. But um, what about you? Um, I started wearing my hair curly when I was like a junior in high school, but on and off, you know, it wasn't like I was really committing. And it's actually because I found this YouTuber, Sunkiss Alba. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know her, but no, she had curly that. hair. And when I watched her YouTube video, I was so surprised because she was the first person. I still think she's the pioneer of, like, curly hair YouTube videos, but maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. (laughs) But she was, like, the first person that I ever saw that wore their hair curly. And Mm -hmm. because Latisa and I danced when we were younger, my hair, I would have to straighten my hair every morning because we would would sweat sweat out. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so annoying. It was so annoying. And so... When I started wearing my hair curly, I was like, all right, I'm going to try this for a little bit so then I don't have to straighten my hair all the time. And then it just turned into like a lifestyle thing, which Mm. is crazy because when I got into college, I just always wear my hair curly, but I wore it more curly as like a statement instead of a style because at that point I was really trying to love myself. Mm. And so with that, I was like, you know, I'm going to love me how I'm loving me. And that was really at the height of like the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, And so that was just really me committing to that I was enough, you know? Mm. And so for me, I, I think it was a little bit of style, but also statement type of thing. Yeah, no, that makes sense. You know? But yeah, I mean, just, you know, even with skin and things mm-hmm. like that, like figure out something that you like, stick to it. Like yeah. right now I'm using cur- Curology. Have mm-hmm. you seen the like... I've seen it. Yeah, and like, because my skin was messing up so bad. Mm-hmm. And I wanted, I tried Urban Skin RX because mm-hmm. they're like, you know, 
videos and stuff they're like girls skin looks really nice yeah and i'm like okay let me try that but mm-hmm. that didn't work for me unfortunately but like sticking you know finding something and and sticking to it and there's nothing wrong with wanting your skin to look nice or yeah. wanting your hair to look nice but just don't make it an obsession exactly <laughs> no exactly and know that even if your skin doesn't look great even if your face doesn't look perfect and your hair isn't perfect that day that you are still enough yeah exactly. that's that's the biggest thing because there's gonna be bad days yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ooh. you know there's gonna be lots of them <laughs> yeah exactly but um and, and I learned for me, too, for hair, like, protective styles don't work that well for me. Really? Wait, what do you like mean? Like, braids and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, they, act, I feel like they actually do more damage to my hair yeah. than good because they're pulling on, them, oh, on yeah. it so much, yeah, you yeah. know? So, um, really figuring out what works for you. Because not mm-hmm. everything that works for everyone else is going to work for you. Mm-hmm. And that I wish they worked for me. I really like braids mm-hmm. and twists and stuff, but they just... They don't work for me. Mm-hmm. Weaves, they don't work for me. <laughs> I just can't. I like to feel my scalp. Yeah, no, I feel <laughs> you. know, so just really figuring out what works for you and um, remembering that there's going to be bad days. And some days your hair is just going to look crappy, but still have a great personality. Yeah. Still let your personality be greater than what you look like externally. Exactly. And exactly. that's the biggest thing. And that will give you confidence to wear what you want to wear wear your hair how you want to wear it yeah stuff like that because if you know who you are then you're not really worried about what other people have to say about you and i know that's so cliche but it's really true because yeah. like so were you nervous the first time that you wore your hair curly i know oh, it was a long time ago but absolutely I'm, I'm pretty sure i can still remember it because yeah. you know especially like because people don't see curly hair as professional yeah you know people don't see curly hair as um tamed yeah you know what i mean even Mm -hmm. though to us it is like Mm -hmm. this is tamed you know like but to others it's like oh your hair is big you know can you pull it back a little like Mm -hmm. no yeah i actually can't (laughs) this is just what it does (laughs) but um it was definitely nerve-wracking but don't let that stop you from like doing it because it's your natural hair yeah you know it it's it's who you are and even if it's not your natural hair you know um don't let that stop you because you know, it's it's a part of who you are. Yeah. You know, not the main part, but it's a part of who you are. And exactly. you have to love it regardless. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely nerve wracking. Yeah. You know, and I know many days I would wear my hair out. I would leave the house with my hair out. But by the time I got to school or work, it would be up. Yeah. Because I'd get too nervous. I know. And I I'd say, nope, mean. it's too puffy. Yeah. Nope, it's too whatever. Yeah. You know, and I'd put it up. Even if it looked crazy up, I'd rather it be up and like, like, constructed in like a way Mm -hmm. than out and possibly have someone say something to me yeah you know no i feel you but it's really just it's so hard but you have to like remind yourself you know in times when you get nervous and stuff that to what leticia was saying you really are enough because even to this day i've been wearing my hair curly for what over like six years now i think it's been and yesterday either yesterday or the day before i had um my pictures to be taken for my work and i obviously wore my hair curly because that's just me and i was so nervous when i saw other people coming in to get their pictures taken yeah and i had never thought that me like who's someone who's worn my hair curly would experience that but two days ago it happened to me Mm. and that's what i mean by like 
bringing your authentic self because I wore this one outfit and I had like um a turtleneck on and I wore like this colorful vest because I'm like a very colorful person yeah. <laughs> and everybody else was wearing like blazers yeah. and stuff like that but that's just not me and when you see other people it's so easy to quickly compare yourself to mm. them like oh my hair looks like this I'm not professional enough or like I like to wear this so I'm not professional enough or mm. I'm not like I don't know whatever insert adjective here enough and so it's really just understanding that your whole self is enough you know yeah that's true that's good that's really good two days ago today i'm telling you i'm telling it's an everyday thing it is and it's not just like oh you arrive one day like no you have to every day you're gonna have to remind yourself who god says you are literally it is it it, it's unfortunate that we will have to do that but that's the biggest thing Mm -hmm. because if you think about this when jesus went into the desert as soon as he was baptized Mm -hmm. he went into the desert for 40 days right and 40 nights the 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 first thing that the enemy uh tempted jesus with was his identity really he said if you are the son of god do this oh yeah Mm -hmm. you know he was saying if you are this Mm -hmm. then you should be capable of this saying that you know like Mm -hmm. and so that's the thing that that the enemy is gonna constantly tempt us on yeah if you are this then why don't you look like that yeah if Bring it you, home. Bring if, it home. If you are this, then why don't you talk like that? If you are this, then why don't you dress like that? Mm-hmm. You know, like the enemy will constantly attack you with your identity because he attacked Jesus with it. Yeah. And if we're living for Jesus, then we're going to encounter every single thing that Jesus encountered. Exactly. You know, and and so just remember that it's nothing, nothing that you um, are going to experience is new. And don't let the enemy let you think that. Yeah. Because he'll let you think that you're the only one that feels like this. Yeah. That you're and the you're only not. one that's experiencing that. And you're not. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. We're all still there. We're yeah. all still walking. We're taking a yep. day at a time, mm-hmm. a footstep forward at a time. And it's hard sometimes, but don't let the enemy think that you are the only one. Yeah. Because you're not. And the, the Bible says it, that nothing new is under the sun. There's mm-hmm. nothing new. Mm-hmm. Because someone has gone through it before. Yeah, exactly. You know? So be encouraged in that, that you are enough, that you are whole, that you're not lacking anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and that he created you exactly how he wanted you to be created. Yeah. You know, he did not make a mistake. Mm-hmm. You are not a mistake. Please believe that and please know that. He doesn't make mistakes. Yeah. You know? And you're not broken. You don't need to be fixed. Yes, you don't need to be fixed. We mm-hmm. we we are sinful and yeah. we need a savior, but yeah. you're not broken. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not missing pieces. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would have been a good title. Ooh, missing, missing pieces. pieces. <laughs> oh! I'm sorry. I just it, it just it felt I felt something in my spirit. <laughs> but um <clears throat> you know, you're whole and then Guy or girl, this is not just for guy for girls. Yeah, you know, guys, you are whole as well. Um, you're not lacking anything. You're not missing anything. Um, so we just hope you know that, and we hope you know that you, you're enough. Mm. Not because the world tells you you're enough, but because Jesus says you're enough. Yeah. So. We love you guys. Yeah, love you. We hope that um, you'll be able to to figure out who God says you are to love yourself and to love your hair. I mean, today we kind of talked about hair specifically, but to love all of you. Yeah. You know, but specifically for hair, because that's a big thing for women. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a big thing we struggle with daily. So Mm -hmm. we love you guys. We hope that this helps you, that this 
matters to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, it matters to us, and I'm sure someone else has gone through it, you yeah. know? So catch us next week. Hey. Yes. <laughs> um, subscribe if you enjoyed. Subscribe if you would like more. Leave some comments. Yes, please. Comments. Yeah. And um, Jesus loves you guys. Yeah. Yeah. All Be right. encouraged, y'all. Be encouraged. <laughs> and if you guys ever have topics you want us to talk about, leave oh, them in yeah. the comments, you know. Um, <clears throat> or you can... Yeah, just leave it in the comments. That'll be easiest. <laughs> but, you know, we want to talk about things that you guys are going through on a daily basis. So yeah. we won't know unless you tell us. Yep. All right. We love you guys. We love you. Peace out. <laughs>